from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. All right, what a thrill to be here. And uh, without further ado, let's bring up our guest of honor today, Jalen Petrie. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. The time, I think the most that I miss about Baylor is the time that I spent with my teammates in the dorms, um, in our townhouse that we had. You know, those were the funnest times. You leave the facility uh, with them, and then you go going home with them, talking about things, you know, just having that camaraderie. It's a little bit different now because, obviously, some of the teammates, you know, we have families. They have kids that they have to tend to. It, it, the camaraderie is not as tight-knit. So um, I would say that's probably the, the biggest thing that I miss from college. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Um, with Aranda, smartest coach probably that I've ever been around in terms of X's and O's and, you know, being intentional with how he approaches the game and how he calls the game and um, just how he talks to people. He's real intentional about um, – you know, the personality over a player and just making sure that you're right off the field so you can be right when you get on the field. That's the biggest thing that I learned from him, and that's why I think that I took that big jump when he came because he helped me understand that. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Friday. Glad you're with us. Jalen Petrie in the open. Uh, we'll let you hear from him coming up later in the hour. Remember, uh, it was one week ago today that we went down to Houston, had a luncheon there put on by Baylor Alumni Engagement. Jalen Petrie was the uh, special guest, so uh, I was able to record that and uh, let you listen in. And Aaron, uh, I don't know if you've listened to the audio, but it is so impressive. I mean, Jalen is just an impressive guy and uh, you know some of the way the way he conducts himself the way he carries himself I mean he's a he's a big deal in Houston now you know playing for the Texans and the rookie season he had um, but he was very gracious you know with his time to do this luncheon for us so really really an impressive guy yeah and if you're a Texans fan you should be very excited he should have made the Pro Bowl last year right he's probably going to make about six or seven you know, if he stays healthy, he's an incredible player. He showed that as a rookie and just one of my all-time Baylor favorite Baylor athletes just for so many reasons, especially because he was the last he he's the long commitment <laughs> after right. a certain coach le- uh, was fired. You know, he was the entire class decommitted and went elsewhere except for Jalen Petrie. Yep. He stayed committed. He stayed here with Coach Rule and then with Coach Aranda yeah. and ended up winning a Big 12 championship. Just yeah. an incredible story. 
incredible person, incredible player, and like I said, just one of my absolute favorites. You could make a movie out of Jalen Petrie's journey. You Absolutely. Know? You really could. It really would be a great movie. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy that grew up, um, uh, you'll hear him say, grew up 10 minutes from NRG Stadium, you know, and then he comes to Baylor out of Stafford High School, he injured his knee, tore up his knee his junior year of high school, and Baylor stuck with him. Other schools that were recruiting him kind of backed off after that, but that's part of the reason, not the entire thing, but part of the reason why he stuck with Baylor after the coaching change was because Baylor had showed their commitment to him uh, and then you know from Houston that close to NRG Stadium he, he has a great career here like you said Big 12 championship Sugar Bowl championship and then who does he get drafted by the Houston Texans Hometown of course team. Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. incredible which just makes the story that much better so really really cool to uh, to be able to visit with him and we'll let you listen into that Q&A that conversation with Jalen Petrie coming up later in the hour um, we're glad you're with us on this Friday afternoon mention a couple of things here uh, NCAA softball uh, super regionals are underway two series began last night everybody else begins today and that includes uh, top seed and two-time defending national champion Oklahoma. They, uh, well, in fact, they've already played today. They played this afternoon and uh, played Clemson, the number 16 national seed. So that was Oklahoma's opener. Uh, and then starting about right now, Texas, the number 13 national seed, is playing on the road at number four, Tennessee. It's on ESPN2. And uh, for Texas, that is game one of their super regional series uh, on the road against Tennessee. Tennessee, a team Baylor beat twice in Knoxville earlier this year, and the Vols ended up being the number four national seed. And then at 5 o'clock today, so it's back-to-back-to-back, three Big 12 games on ESPN2. Game two in the series between Oklahoma State, the number six national seed, taking on Oregon in Stillwater. So that is uh, Big 12 softball, the three teams still alive in the NCAA regional. So um, super regionals. It's all just the the kind of prelude to the third national <laughs> That's championship what everybody for thinks, Oklahoma. I, yeah. I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, as good as the other really good teams are, it's just Oklahoma looks like they're on a different level. Yeah. It really does. Somebody made the comment, uh, well, I remember yesterday we talked about Baylor's uh, department staff meeting, and it was Glenn Moore who said that Oklahoma is playing like Felicia Mulkey's uh, acrobatics and tumbling team, <laughs> dominating their sport like that. So that's probably a pretty good comparison. Uh, the other series that begin today, Stanford at Duke, uh, Alabama hosting Northwestern. Uh, let's see. Utah is uh, hosting San Diego State. Utah, the team that won their regional in Salt Lake City where Baylor competed. Bears uh, never got to Utah. They lost twice to Ole Miss. So Utah and San Diego State, the team that came out of the UCLA regional, UCLA the number two overall national seed, uh, but they got knocked off uh, two straight games, so San Diego State came out of there. Um, Washington and Louisiana, they are playing in Seattle. Louisiana, the team that came out of the LSU Regional, winning that one. And then the only other series, uh, and it began last night, Florida State and Georgia, along with Oregon at Oklahoma State last night. So that's NCAA softball super regionals. And and these are big deals. I mean, uh, this is a real priority for ESPN. They got all these games on somewhere. Yeah, they make uh, they make 
make it a priority to make sure everyone knows. You yeah, know, they send yeah. out a press release yeah. that every inning of every pitch of the NCAA softball tournament will be broadcast on one of the ESPN channels. Now, wow. some of them will be ESPN Plus, right? But most of them will be on ESPN, ESPN Two, ESPN U, and things like that. Yeah, it really is incredible coverage. And if you if you love college softball, then need to be locked into ESPN for the next couple weeks. This is the time. Yep, yep. So Super Regionals continuing. Good luck to the Big 12 teams. All right, we're off and running on this Friday afternoon. We do appreciate you being with us. Let you listen in to part of our Q&A with Jalen Petrie, part of a Baylor alumni engagement luncheon last Friday in uh, in Houston. So I think you'll enjoy hearing from him, the former Baylor standout now with the Houston Texans. Take a break and be right back from the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Keep up with your Texas Rangers right here on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, this one's gone! In opposite field, grand slam for Josh Young. It's 4-0 Texas. LeMahieu being waved around. Here's the throw from Garcia. Play at the plate. He is out at home play. A perfect throw by Adolis Garcia. One hop into Jonah Heim, who applies the sweet tag. LeMahieu. It's Ranger baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. The source for Baylor Athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili can queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. 
Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring Into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in West, or online at ChevyofWest.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Back with us on this Friday, it is the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. That qualifies. That was, fits. It got me dancing. <laughs> not, a pre, not a pleasant sight, but. You and Jerry Hill just <laughs> dancing away. That's a good one. That is earth, wind, and fire. You know how they say dance like no one's looking? Uh-huh. We have to. Yeah. You <laughs> hope no we, one's looking. Oh, absolutely. Because if we think someone's looking, you know, forget about it. <laughs> There's a lot of truth in that. Dance <laughs> like no one's looking. But that is the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. And we welcome you back on this Friday afternoon. Let you listen in to our uh, Q&A with Jalen Petrie coming up next segment. The former Baylor standout and uh, now Houston Texans safety. Uh, we had a luncheon in Houston last Friday and uh, was able to record that, so let you listen to that coming up in just a bit. Uh, also, what else is going on? Baylor uh, track and field continues. The NCAA West prelims in Sacramento, California. Uh, you know, it, it, for the for the uh, novice fan, I would say it's kind of hard to follow. What is this? What is the West prelims? I'm confused. I know. And, it, it and is I don't confusing. think I'm a novice fan. <laughs> no, that's true. You're not. But it's, it's not real clear and not easy to follow follow basically what it's like would be like the regionals and super regionals of track and field to get you to the national championships which are june 7th through the 10th in austin okay so it's like preliminary rounds to get there and they're at uh three or four regionals around the country baylor's in the west west regional west west prelim and you just finish uh you know if you finish in the top 12 in your event then you're able to advance to the nationals Mm -hmm. so that's what this does oh i got you it just adds another step and this is the first year they're doing that no they've done it the last few years oh okay they really have Wow, that's okay maybe i am a novice because i didn't know (laughs) no you're not but it's just kind of really hard to follow you know unless you uh unless you know track and field real well but baylor's got a good contingent out there watch uh, zaza prosper the uh javelin thrower big 12 champ he's got a chance to uh, to go a long way uh and, and certainly make it to austin in the ncaa's have you asked coach ford if he 
likes or dislikes the different format now? I haven't. Uh, I remember when Coach Harbor was here, he never liked this. I he, he never really liked it. You know, I think I did ask Coach Ford, and he said, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it, it is what it is, and we've gotten used to it. So I think it just took a few years to get used to this. And once they did, it's like, okay, this is the route to get there, and we know what it is. Right. So I think that's kind of what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think he's okay with it, really. Right. Probably wasn't their first preference, but exactly. that's what they did, and, exactly. and you got to kind of roll with the punches. Exactly. And it's probably like, hey, like it or lump it, you know? <laughs> Complaining <laughs> is, is not going to change it back. Right. <laughs> so watch BaylorBears.com and watch social media, and uh, you can follow Baylor's progress there in Sacramento, California, NCAA West Prelims. And uh, be fun to have the NCAA championships down in Austin coming up in a couple of weeks. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Our conversation with Jalen Petrie, former Baylor all-time great, now a member of the Houston Texans, just finished his rookie season with the Texans. We are brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe at great new location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. A new store, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices that customers expect. That new location with a uh, huge showroom featuring over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products from Spring Creek, Makita Power Tools, nuts and bolts from Hillman, plus welding rods and welding accessories. They also have a great selection of rebar, plus they now stock sackcrete. Say that three times fast. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Tradition and experience serves you at Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web at pioneerboys.com. We are also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers in Waco. Hey, May is winding down, and that 60% off storewide clearance sale ends at the end of May. Check it out, up to 60% off at D'Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. And he's going to have to go get sensitivity training. Aaron, don't you wish we could all get sensitivity training before we hold off and said something stupid? It's interesting how different people see these things. I think, based on what he said, Bob Huggins is incredibly fortunate to still be coaching at West Virginia. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select BX series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Stop waiting for carnival season to come around to get a funnel cake or cotton candy. All-American Eats and Treats, your Central Texas food truck with hand-dipped corn dogs, fresh cotton candy, funnel cakes, fried Oreos, and more. For fairs, festivals, company picnics, or just a parking lot in your town, let All-American Eats and Treats be a part of your next event. Call 254-722-1687 and get your carnival treats today. That's 254-722-1687. Or check them out on Facebook at All-American. American Eats and Treats. 
Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Mother's Day has just passed, and now they're honoring dads and grads. At Morrison Gifts, they have the perfect gift for the special folks on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart travel kit, shave kit, luggage, or accessories. Dads would love the selection of award-winning barbecue rubs, and for the grads, Consuela Capri Blue, and the world's softest socks. Bring Morrison's his favorite bottle of wine, and we'll customize design a gift basket to go around it. As always, free gift wrapping and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Here's Jonathan With the 37th Joseph. pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans select Jalen Petrie, DB from Baylor. So a Baylor kid to Texas. We're going to see some Baylor guys go tonight. Might see another safety go as well. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. What was this day like for you and then when you get that call? It's a real experience. You know, I live... 10 minutes down the street from NRG Stadium and you know when I got the call I was you know really grateful that you know Coach Levy Smith and you know the executive staff believed in me so I'm ready to you know get to work and, and you know and make the team better. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios here's the voice of the Bears John Morris and Aaron Sexton. All right, what a thrill to be here, and uh, without further ado, let's bring up our guest of honor today, Jalen Petrie. There you go, my man. Great to see you. Thanks for being here. I would echo that. Thanks to Morgan Kleinschmidt with the uh, Texans who uh, helped line this up for us, and Cam Young is here also. Where's Cam seated? There he is, right back there. Cam is a Baylor grad who works for the Texans also, so we appreciate y'all, and we uh, we claim you as one of ours, but I know the Texans do too. Pretty cool. Oh, yes, sir. I'm blessed um, to, you know, be so close to home, but also, you know, be so close to my second home as well in Baylor, so um, I'm glad everybody got to come out, and it's a good-looking room. Uh, I know uh, UT and OU couldn't look this good, so I'm happy all y'all came. 
Zing right off the top. Yes, well sir. done. Very good. Good looking room with your uh, mom and dad and your girlfriend here also. Yes, sir. I'm blessed to have them in my life. They helped me out so much and uh, um, they do so much for me. So, you know, I had to make sure that they were here for this special event. Love it. Rick and Davida are right here. Your mom and dad and Juliana is here. Let's welcome them. Very cool. Uh, here, here's a softball question to start. How are things going for you? You're doing pretty well. Man, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm having a great time with the Texans. Like I said, I'm at home. Um, I actually grew up here 15 uh, minutes from the Galleria, so I'm really close to home. My family's here, and I'm enjoying football. Um, coaches and the staff, they have welcomed me. Um, with open arms from the start, and I think that um, I'm just continuing to build, and I'm, I'm excited about my future. What's the biggest difference coming from uh, from college at Baylor? I mean, a really high level, but then coming to the pros, what's the biggest difference for you? Um, I think the biggest difference is just the professionalism of everybody, um, from the players to the coaches to the support staff, and um, everybody around you, I feel like, um, there's no slack in the building. Everybody is trying their best, and um, I think that uplifts your, your game as well. That has made me, you know, continue to um, evolve as a person and also a player on the field. Second-round draft pick, I think everybody knows, 37th pick overall. Did you think, I mean, did you feel like you could come in and have the kind of impact you have had as a rookie this past year? I definitely did. You know, I always want to... Um, go into things with the confidence that I can, you know, succeed at whatever I'm doing. And um, I think that was a big um, reason why I did have the success. But um, with that, I think you have to also have confidence in your preparation and um, the work that you put in on a day to day basis, because without that, um, you're not going to be able to make the plays and do the things that you can do on the field. So um, I think the biggest part is just making sure that you're putting in that work and um, the results will come. We've seen the results of it in your play. Where does that come from? Uh, is that from your from your dad, from a particular coach growing up, or where does that come from? Oh, it's all from my parents. You know, they've done everything for me growing up. Um, they've made me into the person I am. Without them, um, well, first off, without God um, blessing me with them, um, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys. So um, they get 100% of the credit, and I'm, I'm forever thankful for them. Very nice. Well said. Let's go back to uh, your high school days, Stafford High School, recruited by Baylor. I hope you know you've got a special place in the heart of Baylor fans that I'm not sure anybody will ever, <laughs> ever replace. Uh, you committed to Baylor, signed with Baylor, and stuck with Baylor when a lot of other guys left. Really, everybody else left when they had the opportunity to do so. What do you remember about that time and your, your commitment that was unwavering in coming to Baylor? Yeah, I can remember the day I got offered by Baylor. I called my dad and told him that um, I was offered by Baylor and they was going to give me a scholarship to play football. And that's the thing that um, me, him, and my brother had been working on um, our whole life. So that was a real surreal moment for me. And uh, it, it was like one of the best days of my life because I knew that I was going to be able to live out my dream and play at the collegiate level, which was all I ever really wanted to do, and be able to get a, a, a great degree from a prestigious university like Baylor. And um, I think the, the bonus came that, you know, I continued to develop my relationship with Jesus Christ. I had a lot of support and help from the people at Baylor that, you know, just continued to push me in different ways that I don't think I would have been pushed anywhere else. So I'm thankful for Baylor and everything that they did for me. Very nice. You had uh, it was a rough time, wasn't it? I mean, was it tough to to uh, keep your commitment and stay and end up there when other guys were leaving? 
it was a little tough because, you know, sometimes you want to go with the wave and you want to do um, what's popular. But um, I looked at the three things that I was looking for into a school. The first was um, obviously um, the the amount of competition that I would be playing in the Big 12 and the type of school that Baylor was in terms of academics. And like I said, the bonus came in with, um, you know, the religious background that Baylor has. So um, those three things kind of stood out to me, and that was the real reason I ended up staying. So that kind of made it easier, but it was a little hard early on seeing that everybody was leaving and um, that was becoming a norm, people decommitting and stuff like that. But um, once I checked off those three boxes, I thought that Baylor was the right place for me and it definitely was. Yeah, very yeah. cool. It turned out well, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it turned out great. Did you, um, uh, that commitment that you stuck with, uh, stuck with Baylor, um, were there any doubts along the way? I mean, I'm sure you're getting hit from a lot of directions. Yeah, I was getting hit, but it really solidified and, you know, showed me that Baylor was the right spot for me in my junior year when I tore my ACL in, in high school. And I seen a lot of uh, colleges start to, you know, back up because of that and, you know, started to not show their commitment as much. So that really, really put it in for me. Like, I'm going to Baylor and I'm sticking with this. And that's when I ended up um, enrolling early my, my senior year. Yeah, very good. So it was like Baylor showed their commitment to you and you were going to return that. Yes, sir. And exactly. you did, big time. Uh, I think most folks here know you were a Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year your last year. Congratulations on that. Yes, sir. And uh, things ended well. That 2021 season was just fantastic. Uh, it really the best season in Baylor football history. I mean, by any measurement, 12-2, and two, uh, won the bowl, won the Big 12 Conference Championship in dramatic fashion, won the uh, Sugar Bowl over a good Ole Miss team. I mean, best season in Baylor football history, and you were right in the middle of that. What was that like? Oh, it, it was wonderful. It was a lot, um, I think, that a lot of people didn't see on the inside that led up to that, though. It was a lot of long nights that me and a lot of my teammates spent um, in the locker room just talking and getting to know each other in the weight room, grinding, and also in the film room studying the things that we needed to study. So um, it was great to see that, you know, God blessed us with the opportunity to go and win the, the Big 12 championship. It was a good way to end my career. When you think of either that season or your whole career on the field, what was uh, what are some of the highlights you think of? It was a lot of them. That's a, that's a great question. <laughs> that's it. There were a lot of them. That's right. That you can't come up with just one. I think the the the, the highlight probably was. I have two. Okay. Definitely was when we beat Oklahoma yeah. um, in twenty twenty one. It was a very close game, um, and we ended up pulling that off. And also, you know, my senior night. Um, being able to have my parents on the field and letting them see me uh, for the last time out there at McLean Stadium and just having them out there, having my brother, it was just, it was good vibes and it was a lot of love out there. So, you know, I would say those two two instances was the was the best times on the field. Pretty cool memories. Those are great. How about the Big 12 championship game, the win over Oklahoma State? Uh, you remember what that came down to? What about that last, you guys had a lead, Oklahoma State's driving. If they score, they're going to take the lead late. What, what are your recollections of that final series there? McVay, big play McVay. Yeah. Um, he ended up making a big play on the fourth down. But like I said, it was a lot that led up to that. It was a lot of plays that um, was good and a lot of plays that was bad. I can remember some instances where I wasn't doing the right thing and that led to some big plays and, you know, a lot of mistakes. But then also, like I said, a lot of good plays. But that ended up leading us to the last play where McVay, a guy that is consistent, a guy that shows up every day ready to work. And, you know, I was so happy that he, you know, got to – 
have that moment and had to, you know, win the game for us. It was a real surreal moment. And I was so tired after that play because I was celebrating. I was screaming. And, um, you know, tears of joy, like all of that. It, it was a great moment for sure. That was huge. But you were uh, the third down. That was the fourth down play. The third down play, you were right in the middle of that, weren't you? I was. So that play ended up being a play action boot. Um, so a couple plays before that, it was it was obviously four downs and they was running the ball a lot. And I was noticing that we had Apu, we had Terrell, we had Dylan, and it was very hard for them to just run it in. So I had a feeling that they were about to throw the ball and um, ended up throwing it. And I was in coverage and went up to pick it, but got hit a little bit and ended up getting a deflection. So that ended up leading to the fourth down play. But it was a great game and I enjoyed it so much. It was it was probably one of my one of my favorite games of my whole career. Uh, I would say the same thing. Yes, I sir. agree. Yes, sir. <laughs> and again, something that will live on in the hearts and minds of Baylor fans forever, and you were right in the middle of it. The fourth down play, uh, am I right? So McVeigh comes out, he makes the tackle. Were you one of the guys, Terrell was, that ran up to the ref right after that play? I didn't. I okay. took off. <laughs> you just but, ran, right? Yeah, I took off because I had I had a good line of sight and I seen that it was short. But a cool story is the play before that play happened. Um, me and my teammates on defense, we didn't have a defensive call because it was loud in there. We couldn't hear and we couldn't get the play in. So we ended up calling a timeout. We didn't have any timeouts. Right. So we're running off the field, and the refs tells us, come back out, come back out. Y'all don't have any timeouts. And then we ended up playing that play with no play. So we were basically just out there freestyling, and McVeigh ended up making a play. So it was great. Thank God for that. That's a great story. I don't make Oklahoma State fans happy that, you know, biggest play. I mean, it would have been for them if they had scored there. You know, they would have gone on into the playoff probably. But uh, but you guys did it. I mean, that's kind of muscle memory, though, isn't it? From all the practices and all the games and all the veterans you guys had on defense, even though you didn't have a play called, look what happened. Exactly. I think it goes back to those locker room talks and all the chemistry that all of us had, all of the hardships that we went through. It just all came together in that last play, and I think that was a that's a perfect picture on you know why you should you know stay and you know push through things because eventually you'll see the light. Wow, that is great. Uh, on to the Sugar Bowl. How fun was that? Great experience. Um, it was a little bit different because of COVID, but me and my teammates we we enjoyed it. We went bowling. We um, got to walk through the streets of New Orleans and had a good time together because you know we were there for four days, spent a lot of time with our coaches, hospitality suites playing games. It was just a fun time. Great food. Um, state of Louisiana, I think, has the best food. Um, probably Texas is very close, but yeah. it was great. You know, I was I had to watch myself because I was eating a little too much and I know the game was coming up, but it was a great time. That's funny. Morgan will appreciate that. She's an LSU grad, so yes. she'll appreciate that comment. Uh, so you win that game and that wraps up your, your collegiate career in great fashion. Then you start getting ready for the draft. What was that, that process like, the workouts and everything as the draft is coming? Yes, yeah, so I believe the game, the Sugar Bowl, was on Saturday. On Monday morning, I was already in Dallas at Exos facility wow. getting back to work. So it was a quick turnaround, but it was fun because I was going into a new chapter in my life. And, you know, I had to get ready for it because it was something that I hadn't been accustomed to. I had to change my body. I had to, you know, nail down the 40s, learn some new techniques. It was fun to, you know, be able to be around the best of the best and, um, you know, challenge myself on a day-to-day -day basis. 
What did you hear from coaches and from scouts, you know, during that process and when they bring you in or just talk to you? Um, what were the things they were telling you? Yeah, so my agent and coaches were telling me that I would be a, a, early, a late first round or early second round um, and maybe even slip into the third round, depending on how I ran my 40s. So when I heard that, you know, I really dialed in. And I said that um, let me focus on the things that I could focus on to try to improve my, you know, draft grade. So I did that and it ended up working out well for me because um, I ended up running my career fastest 40 ever. And um, I was really excited. Yeah. Uh, the work again paid off for you. Yes, sir. Could you have written up a better script that, that you get drafted by the Texans? No, <laughs> I, I couldn't have. I would have never guessed. I was just telling them I could have never guessed that I would have been yeah. a Texan. Like during the whole draft process, I had a, a visit to the Texans, but I was like, it's a little too close to home. Like, are they really going to pick me? Is this really going to be how how I start my NFL career? Like, it just sounded too good to be true. And then I ended up getting a call from um, Coach Lovey Smith and, and Nick Casario, and I thought it was somebody pranking me because it was an 832 number. And I wasn't about to answer it. I was like, I can't answer this. They might, another team might be trying to call me, and then I ended up answering, and they told me, and I was start crying. It, it was a great time. Wait, you almost didn't take the call? I almost didn't take the call. <laughs> Here's your, your dream team. You're 10 minutes away. Exactly. And you almost didn't take the call. I almost didn't take it. It, it, was, it, was, it was about to be a, a, a nightmare for me, but uh, I ended up answering it, and it worked out well. That's a great story. I think they would have called you back if you didn't answer. I think they would have called you back. Um, very good. And we talked about, you know, the differences moving from college into a professional ranks. You always hear this, you know, it's a business, you know, it's a it's a business now. I mean, this is your job doing this, but you still seem like you play with the uh, with the fun and joy that you've always played with. I mean, that that's still a part of your game, isn't it? Yes, sir. I try to keep it simple, you know, keep it simple in that I try to as a defensive player, I want to bring energy to the game. I want to run to the ball and have fun when I get there and try to get the ball out because then that gets the ball back to the offense and that helps us score points. Um, so, yeah, I just try to keep it real simple, go out there and execute my job and, and have fun because a lot of people don't get to do what I do. And, you know, I don't want to take advantage of that. I want to, I mean, I want to take advantage of that. I don't want to, you know, just go out there and go through the motions. I want to have fun and enjoy this time that I have on the football field. That's good. And aren't you at a position that, it, to me, it seems like it's becoming more and more important. I mean, more of a uh, um, central focus of an NFL defense. Yes, sir. So I play safety and um, safety is, is, in my opinion, the, the quarterback of the defense of the back end because you have to be able to, you know, navigate, run and pass. And you have to be able to play in the box and out the box. So you have to be very versatile in your approach and you have to be quick on your feet. And you also have to be strong enough to, you know, mess around with the, the big old linemen yeah. and, and the great running backs that the NFL, NFL possesses. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful position. I love it. You know, and, and I enjoy playing safety. I, I don't think um, the Lord made me um, to play anything else. Like, I think that was my position that he made me for. Ooh, I like that. Put on earth to play safety. Yes, I like sir. it. <laughs> to win championships at Baylor and hopefully for the Texans now, too. So that's cool. Uh, coming in as a rookie and you, you seem like, I mean, from a distance, you seem like you just put your head down and did your work. Um, but what's it like for the veterans? Isn't there a kind of a rite of passage, uh, the veterans kind of making you feel welcome as a rookie? Definitely, definitely. I, um, Anything I spent you can tell a, us about that? I spent a lot of time 
at, at Sam's, you know, just making sure that I always had um, the correct snacks for the veterans, making sure they had what they need for um, our meetings. Because if, if, if they showed up and I didn't have, you know, their Cheez-Its or their Skittles, it was going to be a bad meeting because they was going to talk about me the whole time in practice. I was going to have to do stuff like... I made sure that I was on that. And then at the end of the season, we ended up doing a, a nice dinner. So um, that was fun, and I enjoyed that. It was a good time. You know, uh, you only get to be a rookie once. So, you know, I embraced that. Um, I spent the money. You know, it, it, it'll all come back. You know, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it'll make you – so another group of rookies are coming in this year. You'll remember that. You'll remember your experience there. Yeah, I'll remember that, but I, I want to be the guy that kind of helps them out. You know, I want to be the guy that shows them the ropes and, you know, tries to make their life a little bit easier because I don't want to be that guy that um, is making them worry about other things when they're coming in to, you know, play football. So um, that's the type of role that I want to take uh, to this next group of rookies coming in. Uh, what'd you think about the Texans draft this year? Boy, made some noise, huh? Did a wonderful job. I think we got a lot of great pieces, and, you know, we're heading in the right direction. I think that we're going to continue to build and um, bring that energy back. I feel I can already feel it at our practices. It's very competitive, and, you know, I'm consistently trying to find ways to get better because everybody around me is doing the same. Yeah. Is it fun to think about, you know, the team improving and good draft and bring these guys in, but whatever success happens, you're right in the middle of it. I mean, you're a key player, even though you're going into just your second year. Exactly. And I, I, I take full ownership for that. You know, I want to be the guy that my teammates look at uh, when times are hard and, uh, you know, be able to lift them up. You know, I take real ownership in that and hopefully, you know, I can be that guy for my teammates. Nice. And again, playing for your hometown team, really, for, for Houston, that is just so cool. I'm happy for you there. And you continue to invest in that and invest in Houston. Morgan told us that you and Juliana are going to volunteer at a food bank tomorrow morning. So just one of the things I'm guessing that you do a, a lot of. Yeah, I try to get in the community as much as possible. Um, I actually want to start a foundation in the near future, you know, to help um, disadvantaged youth and, you know, just help them be able to think on a different level and give them resources that they don't have. I feel like a lot of kids nowadays um, don't have the things that I had growing up or not exposed to as much as I did. So I'm just trying to put that in front of them early so that they can make decisions to, you know, speed up that process and help them figure out what they really want to do with their life. Man, you got it all together. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. You really do. And and uh, maybe I speak for a lot of people here, but you're an inspiration. You really are how you stuck with Baylor. And, you know, that sealed your uh, legacy at Baylor right there. Oh, yeah, add to that a Big 12 Conference Championship before you leave. Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, Sugar Bowl Championship. Best season in Baylor football history and now into the pros. And you just continue to uh, to give and give back. And uh, congratulations to you for that. I appreciate that, John. Yeah, congratulations. Yes, really good. This is ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540-800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Richard Carr's lot is loaded with GMC Sierra trucks, the most advanced and luxurious pickup in its class. Step up to the astonishingly advanced 1500 Sierra Crew Cab and save 3500 at Richard Carr. Plus, well-qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days on most new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500s in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now to richardcar.com and drive home your new GMC Sierra today. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night, but also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found at other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. That's how we like to close it out on a Friday. Lovely Day is the name of the song. Isn't that just lovely? And it is. Isn't that lovely? It is a lovely day. It is a lovely day. Absolutely. uh, Sliding into the weekend, a holiday weekend. We won't be here on Monday, correct? That is correct. I, let me let me rephrase that. I won't be here on Monday. <laughs> How about you? I will not either. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I have Monday off too. I'm pretty excited All about right. that. Very good. So Memorial Day uh, be holiday for us. Enjoy being around your family and friends, and maybe uh, maybe it's uh, getting warm enough. You can get a pool. Get some pool time. Yeah, we will be going to my family's land. I have I'll be oh, running nice. uh, Crawford softball Saturday, okay. and then I'm gonna head down towards the Coppers Cove Kempner area to yeah. my family's land and probably uh, camp out Sunday night and come back Monday afternoon. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that sounds great. I, I haven't been in a few years, so it's yeah. going to be nice. Very cool. Camp out like camper or I have my tent. choice. Yeah. Um, 
when I was much much younger, I we I would just sleep outside in an army cot <laughs> right. with a with a blanket <laughs> right. and, a, and a pillow. Uh, sometimes I would sleep in the back seat of my car with a pillow and. Um, my mom does have a trailer down there that I could sleep in. It just depends. Okay. You got options. It depends actually on how bad the mosquitoes are. I'm assuming yeah. they're going to be pretty bad. Yeah. But if they're not, I'll sleep outside. If they are, then I'll sleep in the camp. With all the rain, there's standing yeah. water, and there's oh, mosquitoes yeah. well, around. And, and, our, and our land is right on the river, oh, on the Lampasas River. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, maybe I can find something to keep them off of me, but I'll more than likely either be sleeping <laughs> in the camper or the back seat of my car. <laughs> gotcha. Either way, though, it's, it's still a good time. That's fun. Yeah, that's very fun. We'll enjoy that. All right, so uh, it is heading into a holiday weekend. If you're traveling, be careful. And, uh, again, we won't be here on Monday, but Lord willing, we'll be back on Tuesday with you. Um, birthdays today, and you told me already you've got a bunch of birthdays. I thought I had a big list yesterday. Yeah, yesterday you just did. Just as many today. That's wild. All right, so uh, let me give you a few that I have here today. It is Judy Schmeltikoff's birthday. Happy birthday to Judy up in Fort Worth. Uh, Judy and Jeff Schmeltikoff are uh, beacons of green and gold in Fort Worth. Uh, they've got horn frogs all around them, but they are as big a Baylor fans as you'll ever find. So That's awesome. Way to represent. Exactly. Exactly. So happy birthday to Judy Schmeltikoff today. It's Mike Young's birthday today. Radio in the Metroplex. Kelly Branch's birthday today. Don Moe's. Uh, retired from Equipment Depot. It's Don Moe's uh, birthday today. So he's a big, uh, if I remember right, he's a big Nebraska guy. I don't even know if he went to school there, but he is a big, maybe the biggest Nebraska fan I know in this area. So those are the birthdays today. I'm scanning looking to tomorrow. I won't go all the way to Monday, but tomorrow, uh, Jimmy Winston's birthday is tomorrow. Former Baylor pitcher Alan Pine was with us at the Baylor Bookstore for a while, and uh, uh, and then Sunday the 28th, Terry Ann uh, Kelly, Jay Kelly's wife, it's Terry Ann's birthday coming up on Sunday, and Chris Level out uh, in Lubbock, Red Raider Sports Network, birthday Sunday, and George Reba retired from Channel 8 in Dallas, George's birthday Sunday, and Ricky Rhodes' birthday on Sunday also. All right, so uh, tell me, uh, start your list. You've got a good list for today. I do. We'll start with uh, South Park co-creator Matt Stone turns 51. Helena Bottom Carter, maybe my favorite actress, one of them, best known for starring in the Harry Potter movies. She was also uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Edward Norton's co-star in Fight Club. She turns 56. Lenny Kravitz turns 58. Hank Williams Jr. turns 73. I thought he was a little older than that. I would have thought, yes. I would have guessed 80. Yeah. Not, yeah, and, and again, when we do this, we're not s- judging on appearance. Right, just, right. No, you know how he's just been around for. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. he. I thought he was in his thirties when I was a, a very young kid. You know. <laughs> yeah. But um, but usually when we think that we think they're we would guess younger than they actually are. Yes. Like we're surprised they're not older. Probably what. 80% of the yeah, time, we yeah, guess at least. that they're younger than they right. are. Yeah, But him, him, we would have guessed he's older than I mean, I think he, like when I was born, he, he was already had number one hits, yeah. which is, he so I mean, he had him pretty early. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So happy birthday to Hank Williams Jr., 73. It's a very musical birthday day today with the great Stevie Nicks. How oh, do you yeah. think she is? Okay, Stevie Nicks. Uh, been around a, a while, not super old. I'll say 58. 
74. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so far off. I, 74. I would have, um, just because, again, it was kind of like Hank Williams Jr. Yeah. They already had big hits right. when I was a very young kid. I would have guessed about 70. Okay. A, a little lower than 74, but right. um, I just remember... Being very young and hearing a lot of Fleetwood Mac songs on the radio because yeah, yeah. they had a ton of hits. No, you're right. I was way off on that guess. So, on second. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a happy birthday to all-time great Stevie Nicks, 74. And last but not least, one of my broadcasting heroes, Brent Musburger, oh. turns 84 today. That's great. Yeah, and he, he's what? He's currently doing like a... a a gambling show, right? I think he's still doing that. I'm not sure. He was in Las Vegas. Right. You know, he did the the uh, the Raiders mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and now he's backed away from that. And I think he has, I don't know about the gambling show, um, but I, I'm pretty sure he's moved back to his ranch, which is in somewhere, South Dakota or something, Montana. Somewhere out in the middle of nowhere is where he is, I think. Now, he could still be doing the show from there, but I think he's there, not in Las Vegas, per se. Gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, – he – and uh, we've talked about – I talked about this yesterday with Eric Nadell, but Brent Musburger also, just a childhood hero of mine. Like, yeah. If I had a broadcasting Mount Rushmore, Eric Nadell and Brent Musburger would definitely be on it, probably with Brad Sham and – Keith Jackson, I think. Cool. Very yeah. good. That's and that good leaves list. out a lot of people. There's a <laughs> yeah. lot of great ones. But those are just the ones that I grew up watching the most, probably. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. I couldn't leave off Vince Scully. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so hard. Tough. There's so many great ones. <laughs> it but, is really uh, hard. Brent Musburger was one of the best to ever do it. And I miss him doing games. I like. Yeah, I, I like Brent. And then when he was doing some Big 12 games, remember he did Big 12 for a while there and was doing the Big Monday games um, pretty regularly. So we would cross paths with him. So I got to know him a little bit. I mean, he, mm-hmm. would, he wouldn't know me, but we would uh, cross paths quite a bit. And that was fun. I mean, that's Brent Musburger, you know, and yeah, you're, you're having conversations with him. He's asking you about Baylor, you know, before the game. So that was really fun. Yeah, my, my entire entire life almost up until I was probably in my mid 30s he was the guy that did CBS football sure yeah for for my entire life uh, from a childhood to mid-adulthood I I had to look and see when he quit doing CBS but man it was just he made it great he really did you know here's Brent here's Brent Musburger trivia you know the famous picture of Joe Namath uh, before with the Jets with the 69 Super Bowl, and he's out at poolside before the game in Miami, and there's reporters around him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know that yeah. picture? Real famous picture, you know, and that's where he guaranteed the Jets would win the Super Bowl. One of the reporters in that picture? Brent Musburger. Oh, wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. I don't, I don't remember exactly where, which one he is in the picture. You'd probably recognize him, but go find that picture, and Brent is one of those guys. Talk about being a part of history. I know, not, exactly. I have no idea. You're just there to, you know, talk to Joe Namath yeah. before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now it's, it's that, as long as there is football, people will be talking about yeah. that. So Brent was in Chicago, I think WBBM, uh, either radio and TV or one or the other, and, uh, was there covering that Super Bowl with Joe Namath. Um, Yeah, pretty cool. I've got a picture that goes by on the screensaver on my computer 
of uh, Brent doing a Baylor football game. It was in Stillwater against Oklahoma State, and it happened to be the, the game that was the 300th straight that I had done. Oh, wow. And we had Brent on the pregame show with us, which was really fun. So I've got that picture. Yeah, that's that's one of the cool things about getting into broadcasting is yeah. you get to meet your broadcasting heroes. I know. It's fun, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's one of the best That's parts. really good. Hey, that's a good way to wrap things up on this Friday afternoon. Uh, we appreciate... Speaking of broadcast heroes. Well, yeah. Matt Mosley is coming <laughs> up next. The Hall of Famer, the uh, the man that would be on Mount Rushmore of almost anyone you'd ask. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Hey, thanks for being with us on this Friday. Enjoy the long holiday weekend. Please be safe out there. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Jalen Petrie, the former Baylor great, now he Houston Texan with us in the hour today. Aaron, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. We'll reconvene on Tuesday. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas.